Hello, Kate speaking. Hi, my name's Jeff. Look, I'm calling from um, Stop the Votes. Oh, yeah? I'm doing a quick survey on the election, and I mm. wondered if I could ask you five quick questions, and based on those answers, I'll tell you which way you're most likely to vote. Oh, election. okay. Yeah, it saves me thinking about it. Okay, uh, so the first question, gay marriage, for or against? Uh, my sister's a lesbian, so... Great, so I'll put that down for She's four. an atheist, so I can't see her wanting to get married. Oh, so a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Yep. There. Yep. Would you like to see the budget return to surplus? The surplus is the good one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I would. Okay. Well, yep. Both parties as well. Refugees, now... Yeah, I'm in favour of them going somewhere else. Okay, well, that doesn't really narrow it down much either. So I'm just finding this a bit difficult to... Uh, uh. Look, I'll just go... I'll, look, why don't I just cut straight to the chase yep. here? Uh, do you like Kevin Rudd? Not really. Okay, cool. So I'll put you down Tony Abbott. Oh, no. Is he the other option? Yeah. Oh. You don't like him? No. Look, why don't we make this easy on ourselves? Okay. And you just tell me what issues are important to you. Geelong winning the grand final. Would you happen to be in the seat of Dobell? I am, actually. That's a coincidence. Great. Nathan Bracken's your man. Ah, vote for Nath? Yep. Vote one, vote one Nath. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's got nice teeth, too. Yeah. Oh. Well, actually, I didn't ask you about dental care. That's okay. Viewers, listeners will remember that from last time. <laughs> Kate, as you know, Hash It Out's not my only thing I've got going on in my life. It's the thing a, you love the most. Oh, though. definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's the thing I'm most proud of. That's right. But I've got Creatively. other interests. Yeah. And yeah, I've you're got, diverse. Yeah, I've got this band going yes. called Robot Child on the yeah. side. Yeah, it's not a, not a side project though. Well, it is because this is my number one. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have recently been working on the album cover because the album's finished but we don't have any artwork for ah. the, you know, we want to have a booklet and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, but we didn't want to pay for that because we've already spent too much money on the bloody album. Yep. So we did it ourselves. Yep. And the other problem that we faced when I was doing this with my friend Marty, who's the bass player, was that we didn't actually have like a good band shot. Ah. We had the photo shoot. Oh, no. So then I went to plan B, which was a mm. fingerprint. We all put a oh, fingerprint yeah. and then our name underneath. So it's sort oh, of like yeah. personalised. It's not a photo, yeah. but it sort of feels like, oh, they actually That's touched nice. it there. And, and someone could there. use that in a crime scene later. Well, this is what Waleed said. Now, I <laughs> said to everyone, right, now get all your fingerprints. We'll put them on the album. Yeah. Waleed said exactly what you said. He's like, oh, really? Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Really? Presumably, he's worried that he yeah. either is going to commit a crime. Yeah. And <laughs> or he's going to get someone's going to get the album and frame him. <laughs> That's for a crime. right. With one decent thumbprint, <laughs> they, right. they are going to have a whole murder she wrote. He said he didn't want to do it. But no. everyone else was up for it. So we had, we had four fingerprints of the five, <laughs> but we're one short. Oh, no. I actually suggested, just as a bit of fun, because I thought <laughs> this would be one of those things in years to come. It's a funny story about the album, a little bit of trivia. <laughs> Let's get Marty's mum to do Waleed's fingerprint. Ah, oh, good one. And then in years to come, we'll say, oh, by the way, yeah. little known fact, Marty's mum did Waleed's fingerprint. And only your true fans will know. Yeah. Marty's mum didn't want to do it. What? Now, what was her motivation for not doing the fingerprint? Yeah. Does she think that if Waleed ever commits a crime that she will, in fact, be charged? <laughs> I think that's what she thought. <laughs> He's going to do something. And I'm going to be on the hook. to this... Poor little old lady living in Burwood. Oh, my gosh. She's going to be on the hook for some, like, crazy lawyer slash he could be like the Phil Spector of Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> we never know what could happen. Well, that's Rock what she roll. thought. I don't know who this guy is. That's what it. are his credentials? That's I see it. him on the project occasionally. Yeah. But I'm stuffed if I'm giving him a fingerprint that's to right. do what he pleases with. <laughs> you couldn't get a Google fingerprint? 
Uh, well, look, we ended up using my fingerprint backwards and a bit smaller, I think. Right. Which was very disappointing. It well, doesn't make as good a story. No. And that's insulting for him, like what, his hands are smaller than yours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here is your punishment for not going along with the original plan. Yeah. That didn't turn out well for me. And I now am at risk myself of being set up for a crime. That's right. Frank. By Waleed. Yeah. Or Marty's mum. Yeah. Who I assume is in cahoots with Waleed. Correct. neither of them wanted to do it. <laughs> actually um, found out in recent days that as a vegetarian, there's certain foods that you shouldn't really be eating. Mm. But it's not just like red meat. Can I run one past you? Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you think pasta sauce is vegetarian? Well, uh, yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. Apparently not. Has it got like um, pork products in it or something? Yes. Either pork byproducts or yeah. something called carmine. I've been doing a bit of internet research. Right. Do you know what carmine is? No. Nah. It's a red colouring made from ground up insects. <laughs> okay. So, but hang on. Is insects an issue for you? Yeah, because I'm trying not to eat any animals right. or insects. Right. Okay. So, it's almost coming into the sort of uh, yeah. Hindu sort of. <laughs> it's not just like a <laughs> lifestyle choice or. It's still it's an ethical like choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I just think, well, I mean, cows are the obvious ones. Who knew that there were insects involved? Yeah. I'll run another one past you. Well, like I've got a Muslim friend and, mm. um, yeah, he's got to be really careful because there, there's like heaps of ones and it's always pork. I don't know I why. I know. Always it's always in. pork. Yeah. Which brings me to my next one. Gummy bears. Oh, because it's the gelatin, yes. right? Yeah, I think it's the gelatin's got yes. a lot of that pork stuff in it. So, um, when I was doing my extensive research that lasted several minutes, the um, most commonly used form of gelatin, mm. so it's all it's just all horses' hooves and any of this what? stuff. Yeah, but the cheapest and most common one is a byproduct made from pig skin. Oh, Ooh, delicious gummy bears <laughs> and um, starbursts. Yeah, full of gelatin. A horse's hoof again? Yes. Gee whiz. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? It's terrible. Am I the only one that didn't realise this? Uh, uh, I, yeah, like I've, I think I might have turned a blind eye. Right. But I, I, I did hear that thing about gelatin before. Yeah. I don't look into it as deeply as you do, though. Well, I just went – that name to me sounds almost a bit technical. Like, I mean, blah, blah, like yeah. gelatin. It doesn't sound like anything to do with – Animals, does it? Yeah. Well, I mean, are you going to go the whole hog here or? Well, I don't know. I'm Sorry, getting scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting scared now because this is taking over some of my favourite foods. Well, I mean, we won't even be able to go and kick the footy. Exactly, because we won't be able to touch the leather. The pigskin. <laughs> and the leather, yeah, the leather. <laughs> but that's okay, I think, as long as I don't eat it. <laughs> Another forgettable moment thanks to Ford. The 90s was littered with forgettable players but none more forgettable than Spiro Malakellis. I thought you said we were getting Gavin Exel. I couldn't get Gavin Exel. He said he turned oh, us down. Oh, Christ. Oh, hello, Spiro. We're here at the Witten Oval to relive round four, 1991, Geelong versus the Western Bulldogs. You're in front of 20,000 fans, Spiro. You've had a fascinating duel all day with Danny Delray. You get an innocuous free kick for in the back in the third quarter and you go back and you narrowly miss to the near side. Oh, well, to be fair, it was a bit blowy that day. So it can get a bit blustery down at the West Snowball. I just remember the wind being up that day. This has been another forgettable moment thanks to Ford and Hash It Out. Relationship caught a 
Look, I'll tell you the sin. I personally don't know who's to blame for this one. Okay. But the, the shit's hit the fan. Right. And it's I probably you. You to work me through it. Yep, sure. Let's start with me. Mm-hmm. Ange's dad. Mm-hmm. I try and bond. Well, I do bond with him. Yep. We bond together. He's interstate though, isn't he? He's interstate, but we speak the universal language of sport. Of course. It's fantastic. That's, good. That's helpful. I take an interest in the rugby union. Mm-hmm. He takes a bit of an interest in the AFL. Nice. We meet halfway. That's good. And it's working a treat. But when I look at my opposite number, mm. Ange, mm. and my mum. Yep. Not as cohesive. It's not, something's not working. Not as easy. Well, mum's desperately trying to get Ange into a period drama. <laughs> because I think mum <laughs> thinks that if she watches that show, whatever show it is. Oh, I thought, you know, sorry. Just a break from the confessional for a minute. What I thought you meant was she wanted Ange to star in a period drama. Oh, well. Which I thought is an unusual aim for a mother-in-law to have. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But you mean get her into like a Downton Abbey or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She'd love it if Ange was into Downton Abbey. Yeah. I can just tell. Yeah. And I think I encouraged it because when mum said, oh, is Ange into Downton Abbey? And I'm like, I said, oh, I don't know. Yeah, she probably would be. She'd. Because mm. I, I th- wanted it to happen. Yeah. So you know, said, how oh. much easier does that make your life if they're in the corner ah, ah, and then the butler did it, blah blah, and you can just like put your radio on and listen to the footy. Absolutely. So mm. I sounded Ange out and mm. I said, "Look, check out Downton Abbey. Yeah. You know, it's rating well. Yeah. And Mum's right into popular it. program. Yeah. I've heard. And she'd watch the ad, which has got a David Guetta uh, soundtrack to it. Oh, and in the okay. ad, they're fast cut. A lot of things happening. Someone getting. You know, falling down the stairs, a baby, you know, Action being central. born, like yeah. just, you know, scandals, yeah. sex in the attic. <laughs> but then you, when you watch the show, ah, uh, yeah, it, it's very uh, uh, elongated. The mm, old paint dry. Mm. <laughs> Did she like TV at all? Oh, yeah. She does watch TV. Yeah. yeah. She watches the same sh- sort of shows that you're into. Ah, uh, like Say Yes to the Dress. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah she loves that. And, and she's into Sarah Beanie's. Who's Sarah B? Real estate shows and all that. Oh, yeah. Location, location, location. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like the Protestant and Catholic of TV. They are so – they seem close together, Mm. but they're far apart. Right, yeah. And they're irreconcilable. They are. Differences. Because one is reality – people who like reality TV find it hard to watch a really dull, like – drawn out drama right and people who value a script and acting Mm. go that's not even real tv (laughs) be good if um like you had some acting training Mm. and then you could act out your own show that they had a bit of something that they each liked (laughs) like a little panto okay put together like a one-man show like a cross between grand designs yeah and a bit of upstairs downstairs (laughs) A new bank of Melbourne opened up just down the road from my house. Oh, yeah. So I walked past the other day and out the front they had a couple of members of staff offering on a really cold day Mm. free pumpkin soup. Wow. That's delicious. They said, come on in, help yourself to a nice cup of pumpkin soup. It was just around lunchtime as well. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's terrific. It's interesting because I think it's a tough gig promoting a bank. Oh, yeah. Because... (laughs) Only so many money boxes you can give away. (laughs) (laughs) But what does the soup have to do with the banking? (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh, right. Right. If you came into this bank and took out a home loan, you two could get a kitchen and make soup. Well, I I think they're thinking like there's nothing we can promote bank-wise. Right. We're screwing people over online. We're making big profit. We're not passing on interest rate (laughs) cuts. Okay. So let's just – like Commonwealth Bank, they also sponsor the Australian cricket team. That's true. That's true. 
That's just throwing good money after bad, isn't it? <laughs> the other thing that I remember them using, uh, which worked really well on my dad, mm. was um, getting points when you have a card. I don't know if you've got like a MasterCard oh. or a Visa card. Tied to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can have a reward system. Ah. My dad had a Citibank one, I think. Yeah. And he just became obsessed with points because it was <laughs> the early days of points. <laughs> I think the Citibank one gives you a free bottle of wine whenever you go to a restaurant. Does it? Yeah. See, I think the Citibank <laughs> one's the only good one because my dad ended up saving up as many points as he could over a long period of time. Yeah. And a lot of like just unnecessarily paying for things on credit card <laughs> when he's probably getting charged next two or three percent. Yeah, exactly. And then having to go in and put the cash into your account later. Yeah. yeah. And then he finally climbed the mountain and was able to afford on his points this set of graphite golf clubs. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Which really good. And they did look good in the brochure. <laughs> but then when they arrived, <laughs> I had to give him the unfortunate news that they were in fact ladies golf clubs. <laughs> because oh, graphite was the giveaway. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. harsh after all that hard work. <laughs> were they at least unisex or they're genuinely ladies? Put it this way. There were more woods in the bag than irons, which is often a giveaway. Oh, because they Golfers don't... will get that one. Oh, right. <laughs> your mum let's, will, let's your leave... will be on the floor. <laughs> leave a space there for laughing, Jeff. <laughs> Kate, I was wondering whether I could talk you into coming to check out the dance with me at Eddie Head Stadium. It seems like a crazy new phenomenon, doesn't it? Mm. I've been watching it on the telly. Yeah. It's like there's two sober people out the front <laughs> and then uh, there's... I don't know about that because they've got their can beers they drink on a podium. <gasps> Do they? Yeah, and they have a sip while they're playing. Do they really? Yeah. Cause I was because you've got to simulate pub conditions. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it's pretty dangerous, isn't it, to have them flying around if you've had a few too many? Doesn't it look like the greatest night of your life? Yeah. It looks like a Bucks night with 5,000 of your closest mates, doesn't it? you seem to be able to there's no sort of thing of you can have two light beers at the darts like at the mcg you know like or it has to be in a plastic container you see them no. walking back to find their seats and they've got two trays full or massive jugs do you think that eddie head stadium will relax their light beer rules for the <laughs> event because they, they could have a ride on they it. might have a protest if you tried to give that many english people a cold light beer in the middle of winter imagine that This is a very disturbing study that I read today from the National Health and Medical Research Council. It sounds like a real place. Obesity. Australians, we're, we're not looking too good. Oh, really? On like a world scale? Oh, yeah. I don't know about the world scale, but I think we should just be worried ourselves. Our waist circumference <laughs> over the last 12 years, just 12 years, has increased on average 5.3 centimetres. Ooh. Does that mean if I'm a, th- a size 32, I went to... 37 and third? No, those 37s can't be centimetres. They must be inches. Oh, okay. But yes, anyway. Either way, five centimetres, that's a fair bit. That's a lot. Every day, sorry, every day 270 adults are diagnosed with diabetes in Australia now. Shivers. Every day. That is a lot. (laughs) And we, in Australia, we Mm. overestimate the amount of exercise we do by 50%. 50%. Yeah. Like, so you went, oh, I actually, I go for a walk every day. <laughs> By every day, I'm in three times a week. That's a bit. That's bad, We're isn't kidding it? ourselves as well. Yeah. Half of it is a delusion as well. You know, like how some fat people go, but, you know, I actually eat quite healthily. Yeah. And they might have three healthy meals. Yeah. In a day. Because <laughs> I've been guilty of this. I go, I don't really eat a lot of junk because I pride myself. I go, you know, I don't eat at KFC or whatever. Yeah. So I go, I actually am quite healthy. 
But then, like, I will eat six donuts just in a day, <laughs> no, just for no that, reason. You haven't done that for a long time, though. No, but I no actually. That was back in your school days. No, wasn't no. It? In fact, I've done that recently with Krispy Kremes. Oh, what happened? Six. Yeah, and they have trans you did fat. Six. Yeah, you can easily. They melt. <laughs> that whatever that is inside there melts. But I then say to myself, but I eat quite healthy. Oh, that makes me sad that that happened. Oh, no. Were, were you going through a bad time? or Not really. It's <laughs> just a bit peckish. It was like 3.30-itis. <laughs> I might get these. And sometimes I think I'll just get a treat and I'll bring half home for Mark. Yeah. And then I eat my half in the car and then I act like I haven't bought him home anything. Did you eat the Krispies in the car? Yeah, yeah. All six? No, two in the car. <laughs> and then the rest at home? Yeah. Share any with Mark? No. <laughs> does he know this happened? I don't think he does. If he's listening to this. I often hide the evidence. I often, if I buy like junk food, put it straight out into the big wheelie bin instead of going through the kitchen bin first. Yeah, I think I've been guilty of that because I often go to soccer training at night and I finish at about nine. Yeah. And it's just too late to cook or anything. So That's I always, way too late. And I drive right past the golden arches on the way home <laughs> and then I slip it, walk around the back. Yeah, yeah. Slip it in the bin. Yeah, or direct. someone else's bin is even better. <laughs> oh, that's really conniving. <laughs> yeah. But then you go to yourself, but I actually, I do it quite healthy. Yeah. Like I had lunch. Yeah. It's not like I woke up and had a Coke or whatever. <laughs> I have cereal when I'm supposed to have cereal and, you know, I ate lunch. Yeah. It was just like this other weird time. I had a whole lot of other food. You just had a brain no meal when you walk past <laughs> Krispy Kreme. That's right. And I think that's what the whole of Australia seemed to be doing. Yeah, kidding and ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's good that you can admit you're kidding yourself. Mm. Oh, I know. I've known <laughs> it for a while. I'm the same. I yeah. think I'm kidding myself as yeah. well. But you're doing exercise though. That's good. Yeah, but only so that I can sustain this ridiculous <laughs> diet. And the, the, the big one they're talking about in this study is fizzy drinks. Like there's nothing good about them. No. But they don't should. do anything for you at all. No. It's just the worst thing that you can put into your body. They're talking about banning them or putting wow. a really big tax on them like cigarettes. Wow. And then, of course, all the commentators just say, well, that'll just force it underground. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got people in car parks like... Ah, got me sun kissed. <laughs> Come on, give us some. Jonesing. <laughs> That's what happens to your voice. We don't have enough sugar. Yeah. You turn into a grandma. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or a pirate. I'm not sure how closely you're following the election coverage, like from start to finish, or whether you will just turn up on the day of the election and cast your vote. Yeah, probably like Whatever I, sort of mood takes you. That's it. I, Frankie tells me to vote. <laughs> I've been following very closely the movements of oh. leaders. Oh, good on you. Tony Abbott today returned to the scene of the crime mm. where he made his jibe about the woman who has sex appeal. Oh, uh, yeah, that was awkward, wasn't it? He was back there again today. With her? With her. Oh. No, she's fine about it, though. Oh, she said, I that. mean, I guess she has to be. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, and I quote, that it was a charming comment. The way Charming? That, yeah. Ooh. But this is what I wanted to ask you because I heard a lot it's of discussion creepy. about this and it's all come up again today. But mm. there's a lot of discussion when he said that she had sex appeal mm. from women saying that that's inappropriate in a workplace essentially. Yes. Sort of like a superior to be talking about your sex appeal. Yeah. And even if it was like in a, in a proper personal context, if someone's trying to say you're attractive but they go, you've got sex appeal, even that's no good. Why? Like, what if that was the first thing that Ange said about you? Oh, you know, hey, I really like you. Yeah, Do but you want to live together? But no one's ever said the phrase, you have sex appeal. Have they? No. That's something that's used by, like, you know, Who magazine or... All right, so what would you prefer? You could say sexy if that was the context. Right. It's not good either way. I think sexy's worse. Do you? You're sexy. Because mm. then that is like a pass almost, isn't it? I'm yeah. It. 
Oh, either way, it's horrendous. Very attractive. You... Very attractive. See, that sounds like something you'd put on your resume. <laughs> I can type 55 words per minute. I'm very attractive. Well kept. And <laughs> grooming is the priority. For like, that's just bad, isn't it? Very attractive. Yeah. Mm, um, that's no good. I listened to Matt and Joe who do the breakfast show on Fox. Oh, yes, I've heard of them. Yeah, and Joe mm. jo Stanley was on the show. Mm. She was on um, the Tilt Show where they tilt the... Oh, I forgot that that was going to be on. They tilt the set upside down. Yeah. Then do you fall into a thing of water off a high dive board? Because that should really be the ultimate. She said that um, she wouldn't want to be told that she had sex appeal by mm. anyone she worked with or a boss. Mm, no. She would prefer that they said, I love your brain. Mm. Which I didn't think any woman really no. would want to hear. And I wouldn't want to say that to anyone. No. I love your brain. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, in fact, that's actually just as pervy in one way, isn't it? Oh, wow. I, I don't know because it seems like it's not even the stuff that comes out of your brain. I physically love thinking about your, like, grey matter. <laughs> that's weird. Like, it's all lumpy. Oh, that and mushy stuff in yes, there. Yes, blood vessels. <laughs> that's horrendous. What about yeah. if someone just said that, I, oh, you know, she does a top job? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Oh, why do you endorse this candidate, Mr. Abbott? Well, he started off all right. (laughs) She was young. I don't know what that had to do with it. She's young. And then what if he just said, look, you know, she's a good operator and she has in the past done a top job. (laughs) That's all right. That's fine. That's fine. That's it for another podcast. Oh, is it? Wrap that one up and put a bow on it, Kate. Oh, we're done. Yep. Thank you very much for uh, listening. If you made it all to the end, well done. Well done. There is a prize at the end, isn't there? Like a little choose your own adventure. Oh, yeah. You have reached the end of the page. Yes. You may cancel downloading Hash It Out (laughs) and never listen again. (laughs) Or make us a favourite. Yeah, and go back through the entire yeah, back catalogue. That's, that's what I would do. Because a lot of people say our early work is still our best. That's true. Because, you know, sometimes we have those creative differences and we broke up for a while <laughs> and then, you know, one or the other is married like Lindsay Buckingham and it's got really messy. Now it's good. Let's finish the podcast off with mm. a couple of things that we're thankful for. Yes. Before we uh, boot this baby home. Yep. Do you want to mm. get the ball rolling? Yeah, sure. Do you know what I'm thankful for? Is that um, basically with the advent of um, what do you call pay TV? I don't have to watch any ads that aren't in fast motion. That's my preferred way to watch them. Yeah, I mean, it'd be good if it went blank screen. I wouldn't have to see them all together. Yeah, but it's pretty awesome that I don't have to watch them. (laughs) I went away to the Yarra Valley on the weekend. Oh, did you? That's nice. I was thankful to have uh, a sometimes food. (laughs) Oh, for breakfast really? uh, what was on it? Sunday morning yeah. and she said, uh, let's go to the bakery and we'll have a snot block. Oh. And there's a vanilla slice with real custard yeah. and uh, vanilla cream yes. as a combo and nice flaky pastry. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Do they win a prize? Why don't they have those here? Like why do Baker's Delight and those go, why is that their custard all hard? Is I it, know. Does it last longer? Or? Why is the icing hard? Yeah. The icing looks like it's been taken off an apple, apple cake and shoved onto a vanilla slice. Oh, it's not its original home. I love an apple cake as Me well. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> put that one down. I'm grateful for the apple cake. Oh, we could go on. Yeah, sometimes I get disappointed when I bite into the apple cake and the top of the roof is hollow. Oh, the apple <laughs> cake, it's the most <laughs> infrequently done well yes. pastry that you can get. That's There's right. There's so many ways to stuff it up. That's right. I judge the success or failure of a bakery on the apple cake. Yeah, I do too. It's got to be moist apple, 
the pastry's got to be not too thick. Yes. And a nice even distribution of icing on the yeah, top. Yeah, exactly. And don't have like a whole big gap like where people could have been breathing underwater like in between the apples and the top of the pastry. <laughs> I don't, that annoys me. Hash it out. Tackling the big issues <laughs> since 2012. <laughs> don't forget to download the podcast to your iTunes and uh, yeah, leave us a comment. Yeah, put it on your iTunes yep. and on your iPod.